Salutations. Welcome to Spiritual Blitherings, Philosophical Ponderings, and Everything Ramblings at the Hopeful Humanist Cafe. This is a Just Some Guy production, and I'm that guy, your host, Steve, the Hopeful Humanist. So welcome to a neighborly moment and uh, all the background sounds of life. I'm having a dandelion root tea uh, in this moment and very much enjoying it. Uh, I'm going to start off with a, a quote which really has nothing to do with my discussion today, uh, but it's just a really great quote. I think, you know, everything is interconnected. So somehow, maybe, uh, because I'm always interested in uh, creativity activities, maybe the goal somehow at the end, I'm going to somehow bring this quote into the conversation. So it's from Awakening the Buddha Within by Lama Surya Das. And it's in the chapter about right intentions in terms of the Eightfold Path to Enlightenment. It's a quote at the beginning. The thought manifests as the word. The word manifests as the deed. The deed develops into habit. And habit hardens into character. So watch the thought and its ways with care. And let it spring from love. Born out of concern for all beings. As the shadow follows the body as we think. So we become sayings of the Buddha. Yeah, so let's see uh, if I'm going to be able to somehow link that to the conversation. So today I want to talk about something that I've been thinking about a lot. It's a struggle that I have, uh, especially during these uh, COVID times of ours, as I venture back to work after having been away because of my recovery process from a significant concussion that I uh, suffered and have been struggling with uh, from last year. So the interesting thing about uh, the current dilemma I have right now is that uh, when you get a concussion, you're told to stay away from screens. That uh, it, it, it doesn't help the recovery process. It can cause headaches and just prolong the recovery process. And so for, for weeks, for months, I've been doing everything I can to stay away from screens. And as I arrived, as I previously arrived at the point of returning to work a number of weeks ago, part of the homework that I was given by my physiotherapist was to increase my online time. <laughs> you know, doing the exact thing that you're not supposed to do, but because of the way remote work is unfolding right now. Uh, everyone is doing their work online. And uh, you know, Zoom, plat the Zoom platform, or Teams uh, with Microsoft, Skype, th this is what we're doing in terms of our remote work telecommuting realities. And so I was told, you know, uh, make sure you spend some time on the screen, in front of the screen, do some transcribing, you know, uh, 
find uh, a book and take a couple verses out of there and transcribe it into a word processing um, document to practice doing whatever docu documentation requirements would be required at work. Uh, I was told to Skype, you know, to to spend some FaceTime online uh, through, you know, Skype opportunities with family and to read some articles online to increase my online tolerance. But my physiotherapist uh, indicated that, you know, one of the things you'll probably struggle with is uh, he referred to it as computer fatigue syndrome, which I think is uh, a good way of describing it. But as I did some further research, I think it's technically referred to as computer vision syndrome. And it seems that even before the COVID reality, a huge percentage of workers that are primarily tied to their computers are constantly looking at screens like six to seven hours per day report that they're struggling with eye strain, uh, headaches, and that uh, you know their their eyes are dry, they're irritated, and this is referred to as computer vision syndrome. There's something else new that's happening too. Uh, it's like there's this grand experiment going on right now with the the COVID reality. It's it's it wasn't a planned experiment. It's kind of like accidental, where you know many. Uh, of us are now working online. We are doing remote work. We're doing, you know, it, it's a telecommuting world. And a lot of employers, uh, businesses are discovering, hey, you know what? We can actually get the job done that needs to get done by equipping our employees with the necessary uh, computer technology so that they can work from home. And I imagine in the process, because of this accidental experiment that's taking place, people will discover, hey, wow, we can definitely do something to lower overhead costs and reduce the need to lease and, and rent these huge office buildings uh, so that there is a space for our employees to work. They can work at home. And I think that after COVID, uh, the COVID reality unfolds, that uh, many organizations are going to discover that it's, you know, it helps the bottom line if you can reduce overhead and people are just as productive at home. And it seems like a lot of people are reporting that they're not actually working less because they're at home, you know, they're, they're, Aside from the fact that they don't have to uh, drive a vehicle to work and park the car, uh, you know, you would think that you're saving time there. Nonetheless, people that I've been talking to are reporting that they're actually working more. Could be a transitional thing, but it would seem that uh, a lot of effort has to be placed into kind of separating the workplace from one's private life. And that since all things are happening within one arena, the arena called home, that at times while we might be doing um, something uh, for our personal lives in our personal lifetime, we might 
be thinking to ourselves, well, maybe I'll just quickly check and see if I got a, a work email. I, I was expecting an email. I'll, I'll go check it. And, and then I can be ahead of the game, right? Uh, so there's a blurring that's taking place. And uh, so we're on line more. We're in front of screens more. And, you know, uh, I'm a person who is returning to the workplace doing remote work and uh, consequently spending a lot more time than I have for, for months in front of a screen. And I've been told by my physiotherapist that, you know, you are probably going to struggle with this thing called computer vision syndrome. Uh, I like the idea of computer fatigue syndrome. It kind of captures uh, uh, that a discussion that people are having right now called Zoom fatigue. They're reporting that, you know, constantly looking into a screen, um, constantly um, feeling like that all the eyes are on you, constantly having to uh, collect and gather all those informational cues to have a sense of what's the tone in the Zoom room. Um, people are saying like they're exhausted. And they're reporting that not only are they exhausted, but they're having headaches and uh, for me on top of that there is the uh, the implication that it has for my concussion as I continue to recover from from that event and uh, that it will be creating some eye strain which will cause headaches which will make it difficult for me to function and be the best version of me that I want to be so I'm I'm taking this uh, Zoom fatigue, computer fatigue syndrome, computer vision syndrome, really seriously. And I think, you know, it's from the research that I've done, it, it, it's not just important for me to be aware of this as a person who's going to return to work during the COVID, uh, this COVID time of ours. Uh, it's, it's something that's relevant for everyone uh, because we are not built to be sitting in front of a blinking screen for six to eight hours a day. And I, I've talked to people that are reporting that they're on uh, in front of a screen um, up to anywhere from 10 to 12 hours per day. And people are working five days a week. So I think this is something that we're going to discover down the road that uh, is, is um, creating some problems that it just was it's just not a priority right now because our collective lens is focused on just keeping people safe from uh, the coronavirus which makes sense but uh, i think there are some things that we have to make sure that we don't lose sight of in our peripheral metaphorical vision and uh, so i want to offer a couple thoughts here about the things that you could do if you are concerned about computer vision fatigue syndrome. That's what I'm going to refer to it as. Um, and I think it, 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 the, the, the discussion about Zoom fatigue uh, can be, a, you know, it's in the same wheelhouse uh, that uh, I'm focused on, I'm concerned about as I talk about computer vision fatigue syndrome. So what are the things that you can do to protect yourself from 
uh, dry eyes, uh, eye strain, headaches, and exhaustion. Uh, there are uh, a number of things you can do. And uh, I've been making a habit of doing it on uh, a regular basis. One of the things I do is I I'm trying to be mindful before I even go into a, um, a work day about, you know, how much time will I be spending on uh, the computer? Just not to lose sight of that. And uh, to use, um, I have my two phones. And uh, the one phone, I am kind of tracking my total work time anytime I'm, you know, um, starting the work day. And uh, the other uh, phone I'm using as a stopwatch. And every 20 minutes, I am uh, having an alarm that sounds off. And uh, it's called the 20-20-20 rule. And so it's every 20 minutes for 20 seconds, you look off in the distance um, at something that's about 20 feet away. Uh, and if you can look at, you know, if, if off in the distance, uh, something that's 20 feet away, you have a reference point that is an actual word that you can try to, you know, read the words. I think um, that's even better. And, you know, what you're attempting to do is to activate different muscles in your eyes uh, so that there's not a constant tension that's uh, being created because of, the uh, proximity of the computer screen to, to your eyes. Uh, we're not meant to be looking at something that's really close to us uh, for long periods of time. And so we need to shake it up and we need to take a moment where we look at something about 20 feet away. So the 20-20-20 rule. Now my physiotherapist has suggested that there's a couple of other things that you should be doing. So every 20 seconds, I, I, every 20 minutes, you take that break for 20 seconds to look at something 20 feet away. And as you're doing that, you can also incorporate a couple of eye crunches, right? So an eye crunch is just, I'm just crunching my eyes, kind of like just clamping down and just kind of creating for myself this, uh, this gesture that's saying I'm, I'm shutting off uh, this visual um, channel that's been open uh, from my visual system to uh, the computer. I'm just you know, crunching and shutting it off. And after a really good um, eye crunch, I'm doing 20 blinks. The other thing that happens often when we're in front of a screen is that we don't uh, blink as often as we should because we're transfixed on an image. And we're, you know, it's almost as if we're t you know, the image takes us in. And uh, we can't take our eyes off of it. I can't take my eyes off of you. I don't know. Is that a song? Um, it just kind of popped there. Uh, and uh, that the, uh, our eyes get dry. And the dry eyes become irritated. And um, what we can do is we can do some blinks to moisten up um, our eyeballs. And, and that will help. Um, that's something that I've made a habit. Uh, every 20 minutes, I reset the clock. And you know, another thing is I, I, I communicate with my, um, my team. I communicate with uh, the people that I work with, the different wonderful souls that, uh, you know, this is something I'm doing. And I'm doing it because 
in terms of returning to work, I, I have a concussion that I've been recovering from. But you know what? I, I also share, but I think it's, it's a good idea for you as well. It's a good idea for you as well. And uh, some co-workers have identified that they think that uh, it could be helpful for them as well. The other idea is after every two hours of online time, you want to get up and take a 15-minute break. I've got a bunch of resources for you to check. Interestingly enough, a couple of them are quite comical. <laughs> they, they've got a little bit of humor to it. Uh, I, was, I found that kind of curious that uh, there's two videos that address the com computer vision uh, syndrome. And uh, they, they, they were quite, there was, there was a silliness to it, but it, it, it made it uh, fun to watch. But don't lose sight of the message. So I'd really encourage uh, you to check out those resources, laugh a little bit, learn something, and uh, ask yourself if this is something that could be helpful for you. And maybe spread the word and talk about this. Because as I said, it's definitely not a priority. Uh, we're trying to get things back rolling. And uh, there's been a number of people have been fortunate enough to continue to be able to work and remote work has been a lifesaver for them, um, but not to overlook some possible consequences of sitting for long periods of time in front of a screen, especially because sometimes we're sitting in front of a screen for work reasons, and then afterwards we want to have a social occasion, and so we're having a Zoom family um, gathering, and uh, so we're just compounding the amount of time that we're sitting in front of a screen. So. I hope you found that uh, helpful. Uh, for me, I find it very interesting. And uh, I'm going to continue to do what I need to do to make sure that uh, I can move forward with uh, my concussion recovery. So I guess, you know, is there a way that I can, I can link that, uh, that quote about um, the thought? I guess... You know, the, the idea is if you have um, the, the, the thought, it manifests itself in a word. The, the, the word manifests itself in a deed and the deed manifests itself in a habit. And I think that, you know, to be mindful of this and to identify that it's important for our health uh, and then to get the, um, a stopwatch out and, and to time ourselves and to continue to take uh, the... the the breaks after two hours and the the 20-20-20 rule in addition to that, that it will allow us to be better equipped to do our job because we won't be so exhausted, we won't be having headaches, and uh, we'll be able to hopefully um, thrive as much as we can considering uh, this uh, difficult time. And as I said, uh, you know, during this uh, COVID time, it's like an experiment's being conducted. And so there could be a point in the future where many of us continue to work online because it's just a, it's a lucrative, it, it becomes lucrative in, in a business sense in terms of contributing to the bottom line. And so this might be uh, for, for many uh, people that are now new to remote work. Uh, it could be something that eventually becomes the way they continue to do their job. And so that's something to keep in mind. Uh, I always think that uh, during times like this, we have ideas of what the future is going to look like. 
and uh, that it's really important um, for us as we are in the moment, as we're experiencing things, as they're unfolding, that we make predictions uh, because it's going to keep us honest in terms of our thoughts about the world and how accurate they might be. And so for me, one of my predictions about this um, experiment, this accidental experiment that's taking place is that remote work is going to be uh, much more popular. I also think that we're going to see things like e-therapy that are going to become much more attractive and that people will be opting to uh, see counselors uh, and uh, they'll either do it um, over the phone or uh, through a Zoom session and uh, that the world uh, is going to look a little bit different after we get back to opening up um, the economy and, and getting out of our shut-in experiences. So yeah, please uh, make some of your own predictions. What do you think the post-COVID world is going to look like? I, uh, I, I just want to leave on one last thought. Uh, I, I, I have a prediction um, that uh, some people might rethink the handshake. Uh, because, you know, you're not always aware of who might have, uh, who might not be well and who maybe they sneezed and, you know, they didn't wash their hands and then you're shaking hands. Um, so I'm, I'm not necessarily predicting that there's going to be an increased um, level of bowing. But I do think the bow is a pretty cool option or alternative to the handshake. I like the bow. And uh, I think that what I might even do uh, is when I'm having my online experiences in terms of the different uh, interaction platforms, uh, i.e. Zoom, I might uh, start incorporating uh, the bow into my uh, salutations and my uh, hellos and my goodbyes. And so on that note, I will write now, even though that you can't see it, I will gesture um, my goodbye to you by putting my hands together. I believe that this might be the way uh, you would see people bow in Thailand. And uh, as uh, my hands are together, I am going to lean forward and look down and bow um, with uh, a wishing you well spirit. Peace. Take care, be well, share.